having a cleaning business, you understand what maintenance of product looks like. We have to wash like vacuums weekly just because mm -hmm. if you want your clean house, I'm not bringing my dirty vacuum to your house, yeah. right? My dirty rags or my dirty sponges, right? And Scrub Daddy with their technology that they have for their sponges, the way that they don't pick up any smell, I, that's life changing. I will never buy any other sponge than that. Yes. They get stink like a normal sponge gets so smelly so after bad. just like a couple days so bad and then i swear by their scrub paste if yeah. you ever need a good way to scrub your oven scrub paste and a scraper i got that from vanessa yes me too just like let it sit there and then just scrape it off all right we're back uh, maria thank you so much for coming in today um you have so many names and i'm not going to say them all because I will definitely destroy them. Um, you're the owner of Tidy Up, you and your husband. Um, so again, thank you for coming in. Love to hear about your backstory. How did you get here to Midland and how did you start your company? Sure. Thanks. Um, well, my, my name is Maria Gabriela. Um, people call me Maria at work it, I, or Gabby if my personal life, but either one is fine. Um, I'm originally from South America, Venezuela, and I came to Midland 2019 through oil and gas. I work for um, an oil and gas company here in town. And uh, that's how what brought me here, Midland, just seeking people to work in the oil and gas industry. Never thought I would own a uh, cleaning company at all. Um, 2021, I met my husband, uh, which is a clean freak. And I consider myself a clean freak too, but never would have thought that I would marry in the same <laughs> freakness. I guess. Yeah. OCD person? Yes. So then um, 2021 rolls around and... We just thought that there was an opportunity here to have a cleaning business. Um, we really were seeking to just have that load lifted off our shoulders, but we couldn't find somebody that got to the quality that we are seeking just because we're that OCD. And then also that met kind of like the customer service side of it too. So we're like, maybe there's definitely a market for them to do that here. So that's how we got here to tidy up. Yeah. Yeah. Did it start as like, this is a quote unquote side hustle that maybe will turn into the the main source and we sort of exit out of oil and gas? Funny, not at all. And we never thought we would get reached to, I mean, the volume of cleanings that we're doing right now. It started because we are, again, we're from Latin America and we had an, my, I had an aunt coming from Venezuela and job market here is just, you have to have certain skills, mm -hmm. certain English level, all these things. And we really thought like, what could be something that we could help so she doesn't have to go into this like shark tank of job opportunities and that we can guide her through her new like American experience. So we're like, okay, maybe there's a, now we see there's a need for like a cleaning company. Maybe we can do that. So we started maybe with two clients every two weeks, we would go to their house and there were many of my friends that were empathetic and like, okay, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll jump in this on the, with you. But like, we never thought, that we would grow to the volume. Again, we both still work full-time in oil and gas. So my husband is a mechanical engineer and I'm an electrical engineer. And it's uh, it's challenging at times managing <laughs> your real real job right. and your, uh, your not-so-real job that turned into your main job. How many employees do you guys have at Tiny Up? So currently we have six. Oh, wow. A crew of six. Two of them are supervisors. Those are full-time. And then we just have rotating 
uh, people say that we have a cleaning that might take some more people that we didn't account for. So we have floaters, we would like to call them. But yeah, we've grown wow. from my, my aunt. And sometimes we would do the cleanings when it was like a deep cleaning. You can't just do it one person. But yeah, it's been uh, exponentially growing. We didn't really think that it was going to be all this much. <laughs> <laughs> it, is this your first business that you've owned? Yes. Okay. So- um, we Again, we didn't really think that there was a need for us to own anything and then needless to say that I would I would I never thought it would be a cleaning business if I was to have a business at all. Yeah. But yeah, there's it's been a learning curve for both of us just trying to just the monster it is to own a business, yeah. right? Yeah, what goes in I mean, what does go into owning a or starting and owning a cleaning business? Well at first, um I think f- the networking of it all, just knowing what kind of clients you want your niche to be. That's mm-hmm. important. I mean, there's people that do hoarder cleaning. That's not what we do. There's mm-hmm. people that specialize in commercial cleaning that that they all, they won't take in residential. So I think first understanding what kind of cleanings you want to do. Um, also having a team that's reliable enough for you to, to do the, those kind of cleanings. Um, we, we understood late in the game, and I think – Recently, just because of the volume of the importance of having like a system that manages all your scheduling Mm -hmm. before we were amateurs and we were managing everything out of like our Apple calendar and then we would share our Apple calendar amongst us. And then the weekends were really crazy because we would have to send all this calendar invites and to our employees. And it was a lot. And I'm like, One day I said, Junior, I am done. We need someone to manage something to help us. And then I joined a bunch of groups on Facebook, just like cleaning owners, Facebook groups. And somebody um, mentioned this platform called House Cold Pros. Okay. And it's used not only for cleaning businesses, but just managing assets, right? People like that electricians use it, plumbers use it. So we were able to get into that business and it has been life changing mm-hmm. to the fact that now we have a way for you to book online for you to like I'll not only request your quote online but like pay online store your credit card that we would never that thought about so that was everything. yeah we launched that this year nice. so i think first understanding that owning a business is so much than just the idea i'm just going to own a business mm-hmm. especially if you want to scale it up and have the quality that we intended. I think one of the challenging things here in Midland, and I always tell this story, I wasn't look, looking for a gardener. Mm-hmm. And I needed a gardener and the gardener, the gardener, right? And uh, I went through maybe six different gardeners. They would all bail, right? Yeah. They w- it would got to the point that I'm like, okay, gardener's coming today. Money, Money's out on this, on under the map. We're going to get it all clean. They never showed. And then they would ghost, right? Yeah. So like... I feel like they're in Wait, mid- they collect the money and then just they would never show up. So okay. <laughs> no, well, I never like- had anybody that <laughs> took the money and didn't do the service. But just having a company or like a service that's reliable enough mm-hmm. for yeah. them to show up at the time that they say they will show up. For us Latin Americans, time is a continuum. Mm-hmm. Time is relative. Time does not exist for most of Latin American people, myself included at times. And then understanding that. When you come to the States, it's a punctuality. It's yeah. like key, right? People, you will lose business over that. Sure. 
Um, and then have it, being able to transmit that as a business owner to be like, you have to be on time. Because as, me as a client, I can't be waiting for you 15 minutes, 20 minutes, have places to go, right? Mm -hmm. So like having a company that takes pride on not only quality, but like the customer service part. Mm -hmm. I think that was something that we were we're proud of right now. And then I think la we're lacking on the service that we tried before on yeah. the same like. Just to be clear, what types of services do you offer again? So we started as residential. So that's our heavy focus. It was our heavy focus. We're trying to get more into commercial cleaning. We have, um, we do some retail um, or what's it called? Um, yeah, just retail stores uh, cleaning. But currently trying to dabble in more into the commercial side of it. But, um, oh, and then we also offer now that we're in the, around the facility times, like after party events, like say that like you have a huge party. I just need my kitchen clean. I just need my, my garage that I held my party on. So we can, spe we specialize also in like certain areas. Yeah. So you can all see that. What about crime scene cleanup? <gasps> so never done any of that. We, the closest we got to is that a gentleman, yeah, no, he, this is not crime scene cleaning at all, but almost like borderline hoarder. Yeah. But yeah, no. That's climbs, a crime in itself. Right? <laughs> Against humanity. It means. It's my lungs. <laughs> yeah, but, this seems like you have to be, that would be definitely specialized. I feel like you would have to have training for that for sure. Like for crime scene cleanup, you do. It's a special course you have to go through and take because there's a lot of like biohazards. Yes. I mean, I on my regular, on my engineering job, they have to, we have to take this training for like against pathogens and biohazards. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. You would have to be highly trained in case you touch any. Yeah. But and then order, I can't even watch those TV shows. They oh, no. Freak me out. We, we, we crave them at home. We're like, okay, let's watch them. And like, oh, oh my gosh. Did you see that mold? Yes. <laughs> what if a client or a prospective client like requested a quote from you and you guys showed up to like assess the situation <laughs> and it was like. Hardcore 27 cats, half of them were dead and rotting. Nastiness. I don't know. We does the never... price just go up? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's about <laughs> it. It does. It has to. I, yes. I, we never had encountered any, anybody that was seeking our services for that yet. niche. Yes. Yeah. I think you would have to, like, list yourself as, like, a extreme cleaning yeah. business. That yeah, makes I sense. Would, I would think 27 cats and uh, piles of things falling over you would... It was yeah, a different. So outside of your the first initial clients being your friends, like yes. in the past year, like how are you getting clients? What's the biggest driver of clients for you? Referrals is a big one. Okay. Um just friends of friends. And um slight plug here for the scout guy, but I know um you guys had clear mirrors here at mm -hmm. the show. For us, is the biggest investment and the most profitable investment for our business has been being in the scout guide. Um just for exposure and then people that are, are consumers of the scout guide businesses also refer us to their friends. So nice. I think that has been the, um, the single most marketing tool that we've used. That has it's been interesting. It's interesting you say that because for, for those who don't know, the scout guide is a physical book. Yes. It right? comes out once a year and it's, um, beautiful imagery of, you know, um, Local businesses, right, in different cities, it's, it's city-based, um, 
beautiful photo. Um, like you guys did a whole like what, photo shoot, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, super cool. But to hear that, you know, being in a physical book that that's getting you obviously referrals um, is really cool to hear and interesting, right? Because I think everybody else would be like, myself included, would be like ads, Facebook yes. ads. Um, I do want to touch on that though then, like outside of the scout guide, what other tactics have you been focused on? I must say that we've tried to watch our growth to a point that we can manage it, right? Mm -hmm. So like we haven't really dabbled into what a Facebook or Google ad looks like first. And I, I don't know if this is just me, but at times where when businesses pop out first in Google ads, that mes makes me skeptical. Mm -hmm. I, You mean first as in like as an ad? Yeah, like the sponsored. sponsored part? Okay. And then shows the business. I want the business that is like maybe it's not at the top by sponsored, but like might be at the top by like reviews or mm -hmm. so we haven't really went, gone that route right as of now of looking for other avenues just because this has been at times a lot of volume to what we're comfortable like scaling right yeah we are trying to keep the quality i think that's for us the main driver here in customer service right so if i feel like i can't manage my current customer i don't want my quality to go down and it's like okay maybe i got too many ads i'm like out there way too much yeah i can't filter my clients and now where am i or you where can't am I going? find enough like uh reliable reputable employees yes to help you maintain that level of service yes i feel like that's got to be hard out here too it's like midland is such a unique place right we have a lot of influx of people from everywhere which is great i mean i've had so many like diverse experiences f just from people from the oil and gas that have, have been over, all over the world. Mm -hmm. People that are coming here because they're relatives of people that are in the oil and gas. So they bring their families and they're from other places. So you have a lot of good like workforce here in Midland. But since opportunities are like there's always somebody that's willing to pay more. Yeah. There's that beautiful and crazy thing about Midland, right? Like you can lose employees really quick right so you have to offer them a, a different experience than just the money right yeah. you have to create a culture within your company to make sure that they don't leave because sally next door is offering mm -hmm. a couple bucks more yeah. right yeah what is that indicator then that because you're saying like it's going to be hard i want to make sure i can manage the essentially i <laughs> i can manage the supply right mm -hmm. without flooding myself with the demand so what is that indicator then of like what kind of growth are you looking towards or how do you know, like, all right, this is picking up and we need to hire two to three to four people. Like, what what is that true indicator for you? I think we're getting to that. I mean, we just had a baby, so things are backing up a little bit. One of the things that is the hardest as, like, a new business owner is that you treat this as your baby, right? Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to let go and delegate a lot of things, right? On the corporate side, I have training on, like, you have to empower your team. You have to delegate. It's like a team environment. And then from a very selfish side, it's like the quality is what, like, sells you to your client, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't be there all the time. Like, that's the other thing, right? But you have to be the face of the business. So relinquishing control, it's been the hardest. But then I think we're getting to the point that 
we need to scale up. And and for that, we're currently trying to look for ways that we can get our business out there, mainly through social media, getting good content. Also, most of the content that we have on there is from pictures that we are, are I mean, our employees take. Mm-hmm. I don't hire them to take pictures, so maybe the pictures are not the best quality, right? <laughs> sure. So it's like understanding what a success, successful team looks like, too. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting, we're, we put not too long ago on our Instagram that we need, we're looking for content creator just because we do such great jobs in before and after transformation of tips that you can do for to make your cleaning life easier mm-hmm. that maybe we don't capture them and that would be a good resource for people not just only to get our services but to consume on uh yeah on instagram or facebook or whatnot tiktok i mean yeah. cleaning tiktok is probably my favorite i don't love to clean <laughs> but i love buying cleaning products and i love watching the videos like there's a woman i was watching on tiktok who turned me on to scrub daddy is it vanessa yes she's the best yes like her content creation is so good if she ever watches watches this i'm sure she does does. but she she has been the reason why i so have this passion for scrub daddy and i one day it's my dream when i get sponsored by scrub daddy i'll let you guys know they're the best but they are their products are just so easy to use mm-hmm. it's it's just a game changer having a cleaning business you understand what maintenance of product looks like we have to wash like vacuums weekly just because mm-hmm. if you want your clean house i'm not bringing my dirty vacuum to your house yeah. right my dirty rags or my dirty sponges right and scrub daddy with their technology that they have for their sponges the way that they don't pick up any smell that's life changing. I will never buy any other sponge than that. Yes, they get stink like a normal sponge gets so smelly so after bad. just like a couple of days. So bad. And then first they had just the sponges, and they have the they have like even a barbecue cleaner that Junior is like, I gotta get the Scrub Daddy barbecue cleaner, but it's the best. Everything <laughs> they're I swear by their scrub paste. If yeah. you ever need a good way to scrub your oven scrub paste and a scraper i got that from vanessa yes me too just like let it sit there and then just scrape it off it turns whatever it used to be like hours yeah well okay i I know my world my my world is definitely understanding influencer marketing but like my question being as in vanessa's not on my timeline um yet i guess probably it'll it'll probably be we will it'll probably be in the next couple hours but does this person Work for Scrub Daddy. She is sponsored, They're sponsored now. Yeah. Okay, so she's a professional influencer in that case. I mean, she's gotten some sponsorships, and she wrote a book. I want yes. to say. What I'm okay. getting at is, does this person own a cleaning company? Yes. Okay. She used she to be a, uh, a. She used to do house cleaning for free. Well, house cleaner, and then she started doing cleaners for free. For the content. Right. Right. And then I now she gets sponsored, but. Going back or just touching cleanings for for free, we've understood that cleaning is so life changing for like for people, right? Mm-hmm. That we have now we're trying to get more into the community by gifting. Not I don't know we haven't come across the hoarder cleaning that you mentioned yesterday, but I mean sooner earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like 
reaching out and understanding that cleaning is life. A new clean house can bring so much joy to a person that's been who's like maybe that's trauma or, or yeah. just a single mom that can or just a mom in general yeah. right? that doesn't have the bandwidth to do all these things around the house, right? So we're just partnering with some local uh, organizations to give some free cleanings. Nice. Um, but we had we had a cleaning earlier last year, and she was a a homeowner, and she was renting her house, and she said, "Well, I really need you to to come clean. I have my te- the tenants that were here; they destroyed my house, and I just feel so sad. I haven't been in this house in years. My husband passed away. This was the first home that we bought, so." Mm-hmm. Junior, this is on the beginning days of the company. Junior and I were like, okay, we're leaving work, 6 p.m., we're going to this house. I got to this house, and I'm like, Junior, what? I got electrocuted in the bathroom. Like, I was like, oh. I was like, I tapped it. I was like, how am I an electrical engineer coming to get electrocuted in somebody's <laughs> house? And then we, like, worked two days in this house. It's just me and him. The kitchen was very minute, and I'm like, going at it there's like grease splatter everywhere anyways three days of cleaning after work okay junior never again will i ever clean a house like this and then we messaged the lady before and after pictures and she wrote us a message that was so heartfelt we cried and we're like we'll do it again (laughs) just that feeling of like it's not just a clean it's just like so much behind Mm mm-hmm the act of cleaning, right? Yeah. Just the and to have new beginning and new... appreciates it. Right. Yeah. But that I think that definitely brings us more passion through mm-hmm. the business. Um, we meet all the customers that we interact with. Like we try to make it really personal. We go to meet and greets. We didn't in the last three or four weeks just because I was pregnant in the last stretch of the pregnancy, but we make it a point like um, I'll be there. I meet you. It just creates that that environment of trust that yeah. is so very important when you have somebody that you don't know coming to your home, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, Who speaking of that, like, do you find that people like pre clean their homes before the cleaning it's crew a comes thing? Uh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing for some people. People There's don't a... like they don't want to be judged or something or what? Yes, my I mom have... used to make me pre clean. I mean, I was also like a teenager and. A disaster but i think yeah. we have like both extremes because we i have a dear friend and she is like we are very close she will pre-clean every time we come clean and i'm like this defeats the purpose and That's then you have people that are like oh somebody's gonna go clean yeah yeah house off out of <laughs> so you but they're yeah. like oh i'm gonna put ketchup on the yeah. counter pre-cleaning is definitely a thing I'll take a pre-cleaner over a pre-extra mess maker. Sure. Same. (laughs) They're trying to get their money's worth? Yes. I found it interesting that you were like, when I do a Google search and I see an ad at the top, I'm kind of skeptical. Is that a kosher to say? No, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm I'm, I'm curious to know. I'm curious to know why, because I feel like the home services industry, like Google ads, that's what literally scales their business a lot of the times because it is so competitive i want to say the companies that show up here in like the sponsors are your major and i'm not gonna say their name your major cleaning companies that like they have 1099 workers that like go to your home okay yeah molly's molly (laughs) at the top oh yeah we found out that huge marketing budgets essentially right they don't 
I've talked to friends that use their services for their offices and they're like, well, they're here two hours. And it's like, and do I want to be like, so when I see malls made at the top of the sponsor list, and then I understand the quality of service that they have. And this might be just biased from like my experience with them and with like company, industry. right? Yeah, of course. So it's like, do I want to be packaged in the same um, the sphere that Molly's made is? Yeah. No. And early in the business, we understood that there's like, it's like a triangle, right? You can be fast, you can have quality, and you can be cheap. Mm-hmm. But you can't be the three at once, right? Pick two. You can pe- pick two. And you you know what you're sacrificing, right? We're not the cheapest in the market. We don't aim to be that, but we aim to have good quality and good customer service. And moreover, we don't we don't charge by the hour, and we understand that we have a checklist, and whatever that is going to take you to complete that checklist, that is the amount of time we're going to have, right? So it's a going back to why don't I want to. Like, why, why, why am I skeptical of those Google ads? Just because I don't want to be packaged in this, like, big company that, like, throws a big budget in marketing, but are they really there in quality, right? right? They're throwing – I mean, they can they have the ability to throw everything at the wall because because they do have the, the methods to facilitate that, right? And the like, share volume of cleans the, that they have. Like, right, the volume is there, yeah. When I have – so I – Molly's made, they have like a calendar and then they go say like, I have a, we have a cleaning at eight, at 11, at 12, and then they have two hour slots and then they, one team of two do five or six houses a day, right? And they get paid a percentage on that, on what Molly made charges, right? We, since we don't want to rush the quality of the checklist, you will have a team and the team will stay at your house as long as it takes to complete mm-hmm. the checklist. And then we have a B team and a C team and that's how we arrange our cleaning. So it it's a different it's definitely a different scheme we don't yeah. <laughs> it's a different sure. it, d- different experience yeah for sure it's 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 elevated right it's it's full it's more it's higher quality service i mean i think that's smart too to not charge by the hour because then there's you know the the shady companies will be like okay well you're gonna pay me let's say 50 bucks an hour. Oh, well, it's going to take me like 10 hours. Yeah, I could I could clean this couch for two days yeah. if you want me to. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's – let's be real. That's the moving company yeah. strategy, right? It's like we're slowed down a little bit here. Uh, it's going to take a little longer. Yeah. Um, and then – but honestly, then you're sort of looking at the people who are like watching the clock and worried about that stuff, right? Like yeah. it, like at that point, you're not. they're not looking for quality. They're looking for the cheaper price. Yeah, they want that. And then the, we might not be the company for them. Right. I think that's exactly. – I think we, we talked at the beginning of like determining what's the niche, what's the – where do you want to service? At the beginning, we were just getting any cleaning that we, we could, right? Mm-hmm. Because we had my aunt here and then she needed a job. So we were just trying to get volume, volume. But we understand that some customers – are not the customers for you. And yeah, and that's, that's a real thing. And it's scary too, right? Cause it's the sense of security that like you have something now you let it go. What's it? Well, what is the next customer? Yeah. And I think, I think that's a real fear that we have that I would have never understood otherwise is that when you have a company and you have a small business, you are responsible for livelihoods of people mm-hmm. that depend on you right yeah so for for us to grow our business we do it very uh mindful 
Very intentional. Be, be, very intentional, right? So yeah. say like, am I hiring you for a day and then I'm paying you X amount and then you have to go home and you don't know when your next cleaning is going to come, right? Yeah. That puts a strain. Of, I wouldn't want to work there, right? Mm-hmm. So so the, under, that's one of the challenges that we've understood that you can't scale up too quickly and have 20 employees when every employee is getting one cleaning a week. So yeah. None of that I knew before. <laughs> and a lot of things that we still don't know. I yeah. mean, it's a learning curve and it's, it, we've definitely had a lot of uh, needing to understand this like essential business one-on-ones because we, again, we never went to like a business course at the yeah. beginning. We were charging very low at the beginning and at the end it's like, okay, was that worth it? Or, yeah. um, it was it, definitely a learning curve. Yeah. Have you set any sort of like specific goals for the for 2024 of like in terms of not necessarily like revenue goals or anything like that, but just things that you want to hit or things that you're like, okay, we're I have thinking a hit, back now. I have a hit list. Oh, really? Okay. A hit list. Okay. I just grabbed the scout guide and I just wrote out all the businesses. <laughs> sure. said, who does? And again, again, uh, a great resource. Like what, who here, everybody needs a clinging, right? Yeah. Who from this guide or who from this businesses that we see out there need cleaning services? And our main goal right now is hitting construction and commercial. Um, We've understood that if, again, if it was my house to write, the clients are a lot more picky at their homes, right? Mm -hmm. So we might have... um, and you can't, I can't be there all the time. So sometimes quality is not the same in every house, right? So you have to establish a very rigid, um, like quality control, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still things that could be missed, right? Like, and then if I'm paying as a customer for my house to be clean, I want my house to be spotless, right? Yeah. And that comes with the challenges, right? But then when you're doing more construction, it's a different kind of cleaning is removing debris, removing stickers, are there pieces of wood in my floor, right? Mm-hmm. So it it allows you to do more rapid volume of growth mm-hmm. with not so meticulous. Yeah. That makes sense. So that would be that's where we're trying to aim right now. That's Though smart. still continuing to do our re- residential cleaning. Sure. How important right now, I guess, are uh things like Google reviews for you guys? Extremely important. Okay. I think just going back to like the sponsored ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though we, I'd really, again, you might change my mind, but um, we like genuine reviews. I mean, yeah. that's what will do it for you. Right. And um, even, even I was looking for some, this is me all the time. I look for cleaning companies on Google all the time. I'm like, Oh, well, who's out there. Right. And then people will just, fabricate yeah google reviews on both sides on like the, good yes. yeah or like set i don't know if this is like a setting but on house cold pro the software that i told you we use you have a way to like limit the amount of negative reviews it can put out there that defeats the purpose right like if you're gonna why would you have a review if you're only allowing five-star reviews yeah that's just not legitimate yeah. yeah but i've we don't have that for the record, <laughs> whatever reviews you see on Google or on Household Prior legit reviews. But um, we just we want to make sure that people are getting what other people feel from mm-hmm. when they get their house, our house cleaned. So, yeah, 
Google reviews extremely important, and I think we are asking everybody to leave a review. I was going to ask that. Yeah. How are you getting? Review. How are you getting reviews back? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I try to touch base personally, mm-hmm. um, and that that's scary because sometimes the answer is like, you know, this this is missed or. You could have done better here. And then we do have a like a satisfaction guarantee policy. So we will go back at no charge. We want the customer to feel like they paid for some quality work. The worst is like, it's like when you're really, really hungry and you go to a fast food restaurant and then you're like, at the end, it's like, oh, like I'm full. But is that really what I wanted? Yeah. Kind of feeling, you know, like, yeah, I'm satisfied, but it's not the best quality food that I could have. Right. So compare that to like... At cleaning, we never want that to be the feeling that the client gets, right? So satisfaction guaranteed, policy for sure. Um, and then once we do, sat, I mean, we are make sure that the client is happy. Um, the software itself will send an automatic like, hey, leave us a review. So nice. and then the client wants to feel it, they fill it out. Yeah, I think I think especially for, I mean, every business, every business can benefit from Google Google reviews and things like that. But I think. The software is key that you're using because I don't think enough businesses ask for reviews. They just assume that like, one, they don't want to, they feel like they're encroaching on somebody. But for most people, the people that want to leave a bad review, you don't have to remind them where to, where to go. No. Right. Oh no. They will tell you. They'll know they're going to leave. Right. But but most people don't recognize that like one, you know, especially the good reviews, it helps the algorithms, right? It right. does help you to get to the top yeah. higher than your competitors. Um, but most people, they need to be reminded, um, not incentivized, but reminded. And, you know, I don't think enough businesses do that. Yeah. I, like we have some software that helps businesses essentially go like, all right, here are all the new bookings. Here are all the new, you know, people that we were serviced and it automatically sends them an email. Like, yeah. How was your, how was the service? Right. Like, and it's bad. It's like a thumbs up or a thumbs yeah. down. The simplicity too. Right. Like yeah. this, I think people are, sorry, I interrupted you. No, please. Um, The simplicity of like generating a good review. Right. Like I don't want 16 questions with like one to 10. Is it satisfactory? Yeah, I don't want a survey. Um, yeah. yeah. But some people do that. Right. And then I'm like, I never, or like stay on the line for a short survey on your call. Yeah. Is this person like, I want it to be general. I want it to be um, easy to fill out. But then some people, like clients at times, like you said, you have to be reminded of the impact that a good review or a bad review can leave, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and for the company to also have the opportunity, if it's a bad review, for them to be able to mend that, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Before they go to Google. Right. right. And, and that's, I think that's a that's a great way to let the company showcase your customer service, right? Mm-hmm. We've had, I mean, you're when you're in a cleaning service, you get really picky clients, which is fine. You get um, clients that are never going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And there's things that break. And this last one is challenging because, like, you're on somebody else, like, you're touching their belongings, right? Mm-hmm. And they could range from, like, like sentimental value, irreplaceable value, right? Yeah. Like this is my great grandma's nineteen forty. Yeah. Right. So is there like, ashes? I've had I have clients saying like, "Hey, be careful! I have like sixteen yard jars of ashes here." So it's like it's like you have to be it's a lot of ashes. Careful, like with items, right? But there's accidents. Things happen. Yeah. Things break, right? But then for you to 
be given the chance to mend that. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, I think it's essential. And then, yeah. but if you go to a review without like letting the company do it's that, a, yeah. that that could be very detrimental for yeah. like a small small business. For sure. Thank you so much for coming in. We'll see you on the next one.